Hey, we changing the game on the name, put respect. Uncle Dad talks, yeah, live and direct. What did you expect from the two fly guys? One love Kevin Smith, one of more's golden eye. Mike's the level-headed, baby gave edits. Uncle Dad gets nervous all the time, but to his credit, he's clever. Spring stuff on Mike on a daily. And can mangle up a name amazingly. The range of events and topics makes it hard to stop listening. So why even attempt it? From bare knuckle fighting to Grammy songwriting to Burning Man flame. Well, all right, everybody, we are back in the saddle. That's right. Uh, we're doing an old school interview. We haven't done this in a while. Uh, I'm your host, Uncle Dad. With me, as always, is the greatest co-host on the planet. He's been missing, but you wouldn't even know that he's been missing. Is the legendary Mike Hampton? What's up, man? What ways am I a legendary? You're legendary to me. <laughs> okay, there we go. Case closed. <laughs> hey, I mean, let us not forget your podcast magazine's top forty over forty. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's know, right. I, I haven't seen it in actual print yet, so it hasn't really hit me. I can get the plaque real quick if you want to see it. Yeah, let's see the plaque. Okay, I'll be right back. Well, I'll be right back. (laughs) I'll be right back. Grab it real fast. You tell them where you've been. (laughs) Well, for the listeners out there, you wouldn't know it because we've been airing episodes because we pre-recorded because we're a professional like that. But I'm a week back from the thing they call Burning Man. I was out there for 27, almost 28 days. So, uh, yeah, 28 days later, here I am. I think I'm still a little, uh, I think I still have a little dust in my brain. I'm sure, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Mike, here it is. Yeah. 40 over 40. Oh my God. So, uh, everyone, I'm looking at this, uh, he has a plaque, I guess, or so, some sort. And it's, it's the a page from the magazine and, uh, it's true. I'm over 40 and there it is in print. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's happened it's happened it hey, is actually it has happened a, it is a it is a big achievement i think and yeah. not only were you top 40 we the podcast itself uh appeared on the uh, hot 50 debuting at 35 so and what's great about that mike is that that's all voted by our audience so big up to our audience man thanks audience do we have a plaque for that one <laughs> no but i i requ- they sent me this one because it was you, but I probably should ask for that one now. <laughs> we need to have a wall of plaques so we can a wall of plaques reflect yes. so on every... our achievements. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then every time people look, they go, "Wow, you guys are actually real." <laughs> yeah, it's real. Yeah, you're not this dumb little podcast. <laughs> More than five people, including my mom and your dad, listen to us. <laughs> my dad doesn't even listen. <laughs> oh, well, and your uncle, uncle, uncle. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, all right, we got a little distracted, but all right, let's talk about this episode here is going to kick off the spooky season. That's right. Kick off Halloween, October. Uh, we should all know by now that Mike is very sensitive and doesn't like horror, and, uh, <laughs> but, Uncle Dad, <laughs> but Uncle Dad loves horror movies all the way to his core and uh, is very excited to have this guest on in a full episode, uh, which she's technically been on before uh, at the East Baycon episode, I believe. Is that right, Mike? Do you remember? East Bay Comic Con, that's correct. Yes, uh, this is a good friend of yours. We're excited to chat about horror, uh, about the projects they're working on, all that good stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just really excited to really have her in for a full-length episode. 
and just really geek out about horror movies and see how sensitive Mike really is about horror. Mm. <laughs> well, let's not make it about me. I mean, a little bit. We might. We might. You've been gone for a while, so I gotta, you know, get her back. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, uh, but before we do that, we have to pay the bills, as I always say. And the biggest thing we gotta talk about, Mike, is our very proud sponsors, Clandestine Brewing in San Jose, uh, California, are about to celebrate probably the biggest beer holiday in the world. Would you agree with that, Mike? Beer holiday? Yeah, the biggest beer holiday. Oh, you mean Oktoberfest? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Exciting, yes. Uh, Clandestine Brewing will be hosting a series of parties uh, from weekend uh, September 30th to October 2nd and weekend October 7th through October 9th. The special kickoff will start off on September 30th with literally over over seven brand new beers on tap, all related to Oktoberfest. Uh, they're going to do a huge party with a bunch of different food trucks there. Uh, not only that, you'll also go ahead and receive a bunch of new merchandise to buy. They're redoing a bunch of t-shirts. They're including new uh, festivals, festival steins for sale. Uh, also, Mike, on October 7th, our dear friend and member of this podcast network, Tian Buku1, will be DJing October 7th there for their big celebration. So as we know, go support the family, right? That's right. Wait, so they're going to have seven new beers, brews of their own, fresh new? Yes. More, plus more. Plus like, more. Probably like, t- probably like 10 beers. Hmm. Wow. That's Including, super Because those beers are so good there. Yes. And he's not just saying that, everybody. He's not just saying that. He means that. Oh, I absolutely mean it. I mean, you know, one of them was ours, and it was incredible. But uh, they put a lot of work and care into, into what they do there. And uh, Mike, you didn't say anything about our beer, but our beer sold out pretty well. I know. I was trying to get another four pack or two, and uh, I heard that they were sold out. So oh, congrats yes. to uh, to Kellen Dustin. Congrats to I guess us for yes. helping. <laughs> yeah, and everyone who enjoyed it. Congrats to you as well. Congrats to you as well. So remember, everybody, uh, to go to Clandestine Brewing in San Jose, California. You just do a quick little Google search. You'll find the address real fast. And again, they have events for two weekends, September 30th through October 2nd and October 7th through October 9th. Uh, I will be there on October 1st. Uh, I don't think Mike will be there for a weekend, but maybe he will. You never know. You never know where Mike's going to show up. So uh, if he happens to be there and I'm there, please be sure to say hi. And before I forget, if you pre-order an October four-pack bundle, Oktoberfest four-pack bundle, you'll get an exclusive t-shirt with their brand new Hacktoberfest uh uh, label, which will come out and more details to come very soon on that. So again, go to clandestinebrewing.com uh, or follow them on Instagram at clandestinebrewing. Uh, get out there, get some beers, uh, have a great time. And they really do have some of the best beers on the market. I'm really not saying that just for just because they sponsor us. I know Mike isn't either. I think their best beer they have, they only reveal it during this time. Uh, Mike, do you remember the Doppelbach? I do. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Very tasty. Yeah. That beer is only available for Oktoberfest, and it will be available for that week only. So come check it out. We appreciate that because when you support them, you support us. And uh, really, just make sure you tell them Uncle Dad and Mike sent you, and they will be so excited to hear that. <clears throat> Sorry, that was a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately not a mouthful of beer, but you know, a mouthful nonetheless. Nonetheless, yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike. So let's uh, get all in in ready. Uh, are you, I know you're probably a little rusty here. Are you excited to uh, to do this? Yes. 
<laughs> Mike is very withered right now. Absolutely. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm always ready. <laughs> we'll be right back after this with our guest, Miss Misery, uh, Raina, Raina Young, correct? Is that how it's said? Uh, you said it right. Okay. Uh, Raina Young, a.k.a. Miss Misery, the ever-so-talented horror content creator. Uh, we will be right back with her after this break. <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody <laughs> uh uncle dad here with mike uh mike say hello as always hello 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 <laughs> hello hello there we go hello, oh, mike, yeah, give me at least... yeah, there you go hey my name is mike <laughs> good morning uh, <laughs> uh, that's the energy i want right there that's yeah. the, i love it oh, yeah. that was uh, it. all right sorry sorry that over. was it that's all you get uh, all right, so we are here with uh, somebody who's been on the show previously, as we had stated, but also a good friend of Mike's and somebody that I have always admired in their work and what they have done throughout their life. Um, you know, I, I kind of met her, I, I'm sure she doesn't remember, but I met her briefly when I met Mike for the first time around that same time, so when I was around 16. Uh, so it's exciting to have her on the show of, officially. Uh, let's give it up to uh, Rainy Young, a.k.a. Miss Misery. <laughs> Mike, that's you're supposed to applause, Mike. Oh. Well, we've, never, we've never actually done an applause, so I wasn't ready for that. That's not true. I did last time. Oh, no. <laughs> last time was a long time ago for me. Next time, that's, I'll that's bring true. my own applause button. And uh, yes, <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. Actually, you know what, baby gave? Go ahead and throw some applause in right here. Oh, that was so great. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's exciting to have you on here officially to Thank really talk you. to you about like your career and uh, what you've been doing and what you you have coming up. Uh, but before we dive into that, one of the things I kind of wanted to talk about was um, kind of like, if you can, can you give us a little more in-depth in depth introduction to you and who you are? Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, Rainy Young, aka TV horror hostess Miss Misery. And I've been around since... I guess I gotta say 2007, which is a long, long wow. time as Miss Misery. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's been a, a career spanning of uh, being a horror host, a writer, a director, a screenwriter, a producer. I'm trying to think what else I do because there's so much to name. I can't remember everything. <laughs> have you ever Have you ever developed a video game? No. Book writer. Hey. Novel oh, writer, book writer. Right? No novelist. Novelist. Well, novelist. Yeah. What, a video? No. I've done comic books. Okay. Okay. Comic book writer. Now okay. I have to go out and do a video game. Thanks a lot. Yes, you got to do. Uh, the Little Shop of Miss Misery. Yeah, I don't know. Something. Yeah, something. <laughs> Miss Misery's Mega Battle. I don't know. <laughs> I try to, I like uh, alliteration. See what I can do with that. Uh, Excuse me. So I, I have always wondered this. Where does the name Miss Misery come from? Is there like a fun story behind that? Or is it just like, ah, Miss Misery? <laughs> I, I do get that question a lot. Um, so basically, um, when I started the whole Miss Misery Whorehouse persona, I couldn't. Well, I kind of had the name in mind. I kind of didn't because I wanted something unique. But, you know, a lot of people who ask that, I just... I always try to come up with something witty, but 
in all honesty, it's named after my favorite Elliot Smith song, Miss Misery. So oh, that's, wow. that's where it comes from. Yeah. Did you know that, Mike? Absolutely not. I have not heard that. <laughs> I always assumed it was like, yeah, you know, the people are getting uh, killed in a horror movie and, they're, and there's misery happening and you're the... <laughs> You're like the host who reveals such things. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, and you are the misery. That's I right. would never say that. I was like, whoa, okay. I would never say that to a woman. How dare you? I, I know, Jesus. Misery loves uh, that's company. Actually, that's true. That's true. That. <laughs> we all know that. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, that's great. So I, I actually never knew that. And I, I've always wondered that because I had a feeling it wasn't just something as easy that Mike had said, like, oh, horror, miserable, misery. No, I thought it was something much more than that. So I was well, right again. You know. you. <laughs> great. Uh, so I, what I want to also tackle is, uh, so I know that you and Mike have kind of known each other for a while. We haven't really talked about this on the show, but what is your guys' like, relationship and what you guys have done work-wise? Oh, we... We met through, didn't we meet through Anthony Liano at a convention? I think most people at conventions meet through Anthony <laughs> Yeah, I <Liano>. think so. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, yeah. It's it's either Anthony Liano or it's Steve Wyatt. Oh, that's Everyone true. Everyone meets through those two guys. That's true. Yeah. I think I first met Mike at, I think I met him at WonderCon. You were doing WonderCon in San Francisco at Moscone, right? Absolutely. And I met you years before I was even anyone in the industry. I had walked by your table and met you. I was way, it was way years before, but you would never know who I was because mm. then I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Mm. So I did meet you. Mm -hmm. And then years later, I met you again what, what was, through Anthony. What was your impression of Mike? Your first oh, impression God. of Mike? I'm just curious. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We have these kind of conversations on the show <laughs> okay. all the time. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get in trouble for this. <laughs> oh, I didn't think it was like that. I was just saying, like, what was your impression of Mike? Like, is he I fun? Thought he was, Funny? I thought he was cute. <laughs> oh, wow. of course. Uh, of course. Wow. Of course. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I always, say on the, <laughs> I always say this it's on the show. I go, I'm the body. No. He's, he's the sex appeal. He's the sex appeal. <laughs> well, yeah, this... This was a long time ago, to be fair. So, you know. oh, stop well, it! Thank you. <laughs> well, you got on mic already now. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. I think it's the reflection of my shirt. Off of the oh yes, screen. I think yeah. so. I think so. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to embarrass you there. I just like I like embarrassing Mike. All good. I get it. All good. Uh, okay, so then uh, after that point, when did you guys have like Mike? Do you remember like when you guys were at, began working together? Yeah, probably not. Long after, I don't know, probably somewhere around the 2007 I mark, so. right? Because you were doing, I remember that's about when I was doing uh, Hot Zombie Chicks. Oh, that's right. Starting yes, doing that. Yes, I still have those. And you were you were just, I remember you already being at, a, at conventions at that point. Like, you were interviewing people. Mm -hmm. I was doing the last Doorway right? show. That's right. Yes. Yeah, that's I was right. doing the yeah. last Doorway. I, I, last Doorway, yeah. Yeah, so I was interviewing you, you uh, promoting you, and then asking you to draw some images for me. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. So yeah, yeah, that's what we've done in the past. He's done images for me. I've interviewed him on the show. I love it. Um, I think I've interviewed you for oh God. I interviewed you a few, a lot, like maybe four or five times. 
Yeah. Wow. I don't know right. if I have that much to say. You did every time. <laughs> I mean, well, clearly you do. You have, <laughs> Mike, you have a, you have your own podcast. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. You interview me. I think I remember one going on a website um, when I was doing the Hot Zombie Chicks, and then yeah, I did some covers. I think they were for like a DVD. Was it a DVD or a CD? A, you or did, um, you did some covers for me for some of the uh, little mini books I was doing back then before I had a publisher. The mini books. And then you did the right. cover of my women in horror documentary That's before right. it yes. went to a distributor who changed the cover. But yeah, oh. I know. But everyone loves that original cover, so <laughs> you know, everyone wow. loves your cover. So don't worry. <laughs> Oh, we're always being humbled at some point in our life, right? Ain't, ain't that yeah. the truth? <laughs> uh, also, I, yeah, I've always wanted to kind of learn more about that because as uh, as we have people on the show that are very close to Mike or people that I have met throughout my, my life as well, it's always kind of nice seeing the story of like, oh, how did Mike get involved, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I get that often asked too, like how, how did me and Mike connect or meet or whatever? And I've told that story enough times. I don't need to tell it again, but uh, it's just... Yeah, yeah, I don't need to say it again. <laughs> but it's but it's just sweet getting to know that this man has, you know, just just wonderful people in his life. Oh so. yeah. Uh, well, let's and, see, yeah. let's say this. You you do you remember your first interaction with Miss Misery? Like you do, you know, you tell my story all the time. How, you know, how about <laughs> let's hear the story now? Was it at SatCon? So, so I can't. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. It wasn't SatCon, but it was. Do you remember before they started doing Sinister Con, there was another horror con they used to do. It was like From the Land Beyond or something. Oh my God, yeah. From, there was mm -hmm. From the Land Beyond. And then I thought there was another one. There might have been, but the one I'm thinking of is From the Land Beyond. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. And it was the year that Peaches Christ was there. And, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You, did that spark, did that spark a memory? Did. <laughs> did that spark? It did spark a memory. Okay. Actually. Okay. okay. So so that is what I remember. I can't remember what we talked about, but I remember seeing your work there and briefly talking to you about something. Oh. And uh, the two pe the two people that really that really stuck with me was you. Well, besides Mike, is you and uh, and uh, Mr. Lobo. Oh, is his name? Mr. Mr. Lobo. Lobo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, Jeez, I, yeah, I think uh, I, I, both of you guys, oh, yeah, yeah, I've known Mike for too long, but uh, yeah, so uh, it's like uh, those horror means a lot to me, and I think horror doesn't, doesn't mean a lot to me if it isn't for several people, and I would say that would include you, that would include Mr. Wow. Lovo, that definitely includes Mike, because it helped me see different perspectives of horror and film, mm -hmm. and I think one of the things that Mr. Lovo really instilled in me was. There really is no such thing as a bad movie, yeah. right? And uh, I love I love that concept because I think surely there is no bad. I mean, yeah, there there might be some shitty movies, but not like they're not bad. Or does that make sense? Yeah. Like, and with you, it opened that perspective of what horror can look like. You know, it can look like anything. You know, I think that's kind of the biggest takeaway from, especially when females are in mm -hmm. horror, they're usually portrayed as these specific things, and you know, you weren't you weren't that, and that was great. Cool. So that's what wow, I remember. Wow, that con was so long ago you said that i remember i i remember walking by peach's crisis table and yeah yes, i remember all about it, evil, yeah. that's how yeah. long wow that scottish rice center has gone through so many horror conventions that's crazy <laughs> yes 
Yes. So that's, and, I, and I'm sorry, I can't remember exactly what we said, or what we talked about, but I do remember buying, I don't mean, I don't think I'm going to have it anymore, but I remember buying something from you. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was, but it was some blue, it's not Blu-ray, some DVD that yeah. was out uh, that you had released, but uh, I loved it. I can't remember what it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, but you loved it. So that counts. <laughs> but you, yeah, but you loved it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I well that leads me into my next thing now is uh, let's talk about kind of like your current projects. So there's a couple of things you got going on right now, and one of them I actually have with me. It's so this much. lovely book. <gasps> oh, uh, you got Slasher it, Girl. Yes. Uh, then uh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Slasher Girl now, Mike. You don't read a lot of books, so uh, let's have her tell oh. you about this book. Oh my Thank God, you. Mike! Uh, he's got his knife right in my back the whole episode. <laughs> read me, Mike. <laughs> Mike, I have a copy for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you. <laughs> I want you to read it to me. Oh, I will. I will. Actually, that's what we should do. If you want us to do a book on tape, me and Mike will read the book on tape, and then we'll distribute it on on our website. <laughs> we'll, even do, we'll even do voices of the characters and everything. Yeah, like watch. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Samantha Christ. rolled her eyes. Oh God. <laughs> Whoa, who was that? That's Samantha. <laughs> Sound like a different person. <laughs> Candace, la- Candace laughed. Aren't you a little excited for prom? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, now is that is that what you think, Mike? Books. <laughs> you got to do it. So good. How many people are on this podcast right now? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, hold on, I got one more. I got one more. Let me try one more voice here. <clears throat> She nodded. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Mike, are you impressed? Hidden talent. Yes. Oh, Hidden actually, Mike, I got a, I got a better one. Here we go. We could do this one. <clears throat> Timothy Frog here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when we lost half the audience. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, everybody. We're getting all over the place. We're having a good time here. That's great. Uh, party amongst friends. I love it. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about Slasher Girl. Okay. Uh, let's talk. This just came out somewhat recently, correct? Yes. Um, a couple months ago. Okay. So what is the book about and where can our audience buy it? So it's hard for me to explain what the book's about without giving away too much. Because that usually okay. is what happens when someone's explaining their movie or their book or whatever. They explain a lot. Um, I've been told that the book is like American Psycho meets Promising Young Woman. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And I've also okay. been told it's like Scream meets I Spit on Your Grave. Oh. Yeah, I've been told that. Ooh. So that's pretty good. <laughs> but basically, the gist of it is about a young girl who goes through this dramatic experience and it changes her and her love for horror and horror films transforms her to create her own serial killer. So she could go after those who wronged her. Oh my goodness. Basically. Yes. Thus is slasher girl. (laughs) Uh, This needs to be a a Netflix movie or a TV show. What do you think? It's so weird. You said that because I've had multiple people who've read the book contact me saying they want to see this as a movie. And I'm like, so would I. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're, we got... Hit me up, Netflix. I don't, you know. I'm actually, um, 
I'm going to go ahead and give you guys an exclusive and tell you that I'm working on book two to Slasher Girl. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Book two. Oh, yeah. Did you hear that? (laughs) An exclusive, Mike. (laughs) Sequel. Yeah. Yeah, I do know that. I mean, Netflix is always like looking for from new content and they look, you know, to books. They look to oh, com- yeah. comics and graphic novels often. So definitely I mean, let's find out how to send it in. Yeah, I mean, we should for sure. I mean, I've had so many people tell me that it's crazy. I'm like, geez. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Could you, could you imagine if Netflix just goes, Hey, we're going to do it. And then, but it's gonna be directed by Jordan Peele. <laughs> That's cool. No. <laughs> that's cool you know what if if they want to so if anyone wants to buy the rights to my book to make a movie and but they don't want the author involved because a lot of times that does happen because when the author's too close you know what i mean they start oh yeah. let's change this you shouldn't do that the book wasn't like that you know what i'm saying i just want to i just want to sit in the back on set and watch okay just let me sit there every day and watch that's you know give me that <laughs> And, and also access to the craft services table, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like you want you want some good, you know, munchies. While like, what's your lost. backpack filled with? Nothing. <laughs> Notes. Notes. Notes about the book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> uh, that would be incredible, man. That would be incredible to see uh, to see it become a film. Uh, I think. Um, I'm not. I'm not done with it. So please don't ruin anything for me. But uh, I done. definitely when no, when I, yeah, I'm not done <laughs> when I finish it. When I finish it, I am going to go to social media and talk about it. Uh, maybe we can do an maybe we could do an IG live or something where we talk about the book when I finish it. Cool. Uh, just an idea. Uh, but yeah, so that's not the only thing you just had to come out. You had another thing, right? It was the uh, Scream in the Night too, correct? I have my books. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, it's the stream so of the night too. Can I can I say to our listeners, she's showing us uh, a cover. And I am. Don't be surprised. There's a woman screaming, <laughs> terrified on the cover. Like it's a night. Very terrified scream there. That's right. <laughs> you know what that means, right? What does what does that mean? I know what it means. Going, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was very mixed signals, but uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens I... when I meet a girl in the night. <laughs> oh, man. This episode's so racy. <laughs> My God, you are slick with the words, Hampton. Uh, oh, sorry. About you're that. slick with a lot of things, I swear. <laughs> I got to put Mike in a movie. Uh, <laughs> Please do. You got to. You got to. You got to put him in the movie. Yes. Uh, that'd be so funny. Uh, so Scream of the Night 2, let's talk yes. about that. That came out also somewhat recently, correct? Yes, it did. It just came out, I think, a week ago. Awesome. I think, awesome. Yeah, I think last week my publisher, uh, Nicholas Krabowski of Black Bed Sheet Books, released it. And it's got another 13 women in the horror industry writing short stories. And the reason why awesome. I wanted to put it together was because I know so many women in the horror industry who write. And I thought, why not create a book to help get get their words out there and their stories? So now we're on the second book, and he's asking me to get ready to do the third. <laughs> so I'm like, wow. oh, let me promote this one first. <laughs> so, wow. yeah. 
So it's kind of like an anthology. It's, it is, yeah. A it's, bunch of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you obviously have a story in there as well, right? You're one of the, I one do. Of the story writers. I do. It's called The Dinner Party. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is it a... Is it a so, vegan dinner party? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, this could also be a Netflix. Like, this could be instead of a Netflix movie, this could be a Netflix series. You know, each mm. episode is written by a different kind of like Creep Show. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah, Creep Show. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard of that. <laughs> so, so can I ask you this, Raina? So, like you said, your publisher. What's the name of your publisher again? Uh, Black Veggie Books. Like Betsy books, and so and so. How do you find a publisher? Like, do you go searching for publishers, or do they come to you? You know what's funny is how does one per, how do they how does one, how does a writer find a publisher these days? What's funny is throughout my entire time since I started in this in in the industry, I it's it's so weird because everyone always asks me how do I find a distributor for my movies or how do I find this. I'm like honestly just get out there and email and do it i have always been asked i've never seeked out i've always had people come to me which is crazy so when it comes to my distributor for my movies he seeked me out when it comes to my books i was seeked out so the best thing i could say to anyone out there who wants to get their books or their movies or anything out there is to research 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 and then email and get your stuff out there. That's all you can do. Plus, going to conventions does help because you never know who you're going to meet. Mm-hmm. Absolutely on that one. Do you, and do you think you were seeked out because of, of your your history in doing in your hosting and that you've already published? Like probably self. I'm assuming you self published. I did start self publishing. Right? Yeah. So you you had some kind of ground already established, so that uh, so that you you almost had like a resume already going for yourself. Does that I, sound accurate? Yeah, I did. Um, I did, but see, the reason why I started The Last Doorway back then, doing all the interviews at the conventions, was to get my foot in the door and meet anyone and everyone I could, and that helped a lot. So when I went ahead and did uh, several interviews, I had actually, I think it's back then from The Land Beyond where I met Nicholas Krabowski of Black Betsy Books because I interviewed him way back in the day. And he was like, you write, let me publish something of yours. I said, I don't have anything yet, though. You'll have to wait. And I waited years before I contacted him back, though, before I really had something I wanted to do. But which was my poetry book, my um, first poetry book, uh, Dislocated Thoughts, that he published. And so that's how that happened. It was just me going to the cons, interviewing and meeting anyone I could. And that, that really helped get my foot in the door for a lot of stuff. I mean, to the point where yeah. I was doing the last doorway show. And then all of a sudden I had a table at big wow convention in San Jose. And then what happened? I was asked by Sujoy Sarkar out of Hayward to host movies and create my own horror host show where I hosted movies. And that's how that started. So it's, it just all snowballed. So cool. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Isn't that crazy? I love it. I, I, I love it. They're the horror, the horror hustle. Oh yeah. Well, it's it's just interesting. I mean, we talk about it on this show with with some of our other artists, uh, guests that we have on, and how it's just about like following that 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 thread that opens up, you know, 
one doorway, no pun intended, goes to another doorway, right? And so um, you just kind of follow the way the path is opening for you. And if you love what you do, people are going to feel that. And yeah. being persistent, it's, it's going to have that effect. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, that, and this is a perfect example. And so, so when you went from, from doing the interviews to doing the, the show, what's that like? Do you have to come up with your own 100% your own content? Do you pick the movies? Do you create the set? Like, what's that all like? It was really different because when I did The Last Doorway, it was easy for me to just go up and interview people because I'm a people person and I've seen so many horror films that I didn't need to research or rewatch a movie. I knew, you know, who they were and what to ask and what to do. When it came to Movie Massacre, at first I was very hesitant. I didn't even want to host movies because every single horror host has hosted the same movie over and over again. So I'm like, why would I do that as well? And then I decided, well, I may as well just do it because it's an opportunity because the channel was syndicated and I could get my name out there more. So when I started Movie Massacre, I came up with the name and I started writing the scripts. I was picking the movies out of the public domain uh, website. I got eight or nine episodes for season one done and it was so much fun and it was really good feedback that I just kept going and now I'm syndicated and I was on, unfortunately I was on in England, in the UK and overseas, but the guy who was putting me on out there and doing the Roku channel died of COVID. Yeah. So now we ended up having to go through to get my name back all out of there from him. And then now I have my own Roku channel I'm doing, but yeah, it really sucks that that happened. And I'm on season eight. So I went from, I don't think I want to do this to now I'm on season eight. I'm hitting up to 150 episodes. (laughs) So it's crazy. It's crazy how that works, right? It's just like, yeah, I I just, it'll be fun for a little bit. And then you're like, oh shit, it's a hundred something episodes in. Well, it's not just that, but there have been actual multiple times where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I can't, you know, I can't, I'm, I'm good. I want to make some more movies this and that, that and this, and going through And then all of a sudden I just get pulled back in by the fans and I can't leave <laughs> because I'll do yeah. a convention. And they're like, Oh my God, I love your show. And you're great. And keep going. I can't wait to watch next. Okay. I got to keep going. <laughs> I got to keep going. Yeah. I'm this misery. I got to keep being this misery. So the, every time I'm like thinking just a little bit, maybe it's time to retire her in a way. Nope. I can't. I just can't. I can't. It's, it's good to feel wanted, isn't it? It oh. it is. Yeah. It's also weird yes. too. I guess in a way because you're like, yeah. I have fans. People like me. This is oh, all. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of weird in a yeah, way as yeah. well. But it's cool. Yeah. You know. It's it's it's. I know you guys are used to that, but I'm I'm very new to that. So for me, I'm still getting over that. Like, oh, it's weird that people want to listen to us or talk to me or whatever, right? So I know that feeling of what you're talking about. Um, but it's it's I, the way you guys both of you guys handle it. It's so it's great. You guys are always really good at that. Both of you guys. Well, I'll also say this, uh, Rainer. Like horror fans are very um, dedicated. Like they're very, like they. Oh yeah. Are God, the word is, is they are all like, in. They're, they're very uh, loyal, yeah. right? The, the yeah. horror fans love yeah. horror and they love what they love and they support it. I, re- I remember that a lot doing the Zombie Chicks comic was my, the horror fans always supported it. 
And when I stopped doing that, the next book I did, which was Eagle Eye, which was a superhero comedy, no one wanted it. <laughs> none, of my, none of my horror fans wanted it because it wasn't horror. It wasn't the same. But if I had kept doing the book, I'm sure it would have been fine. Right? Like, would you agree with that? The horror fans are, are super yeah. you know, loyal oh, and dedicated. Oh, yes, they are. It's, yeah. Um, there was one time I did a convention. And I kid you not, I was wearing my Miss Misery glasses. And all of a sudden, they snapped and broke on my face. I'm not kidding. I don't know oh, how it happened. Just all, all of a sudden? Out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, crap, what was that? It's like someone hit me, and I took them off, and my glasses Ghost. broke. So I'm like, <laughs> so I take my glasses off and leave them off. All of a sudden, I've got some fans coming up. They're like, where's your glasses? And I'm like, I I forgot them today. Because I don't know, you know, I'm not going to tell everyone what happened. So I'm like, they're like, no, you're not Miss Misery unless you're wearing your glasses. This is weird. You have to have the glasses <laughs> on. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> they're really like, like well, yeah. <laughs> go bring me some fucking glasses then. <laughs> right? Wow. So I mean, I guess that was funny. Uh, yeah, that's wild. I mean, I guess, you know, horror fans being loyal, I guess that's why there's what, nine J- Friday the 13th <laughs> movies, right? Like it just Yeah. <laughs> people people love it and they expect it a certain way. Like mm-hmm. you can't be you without without your glasses and your look. Yeah. How dare you show up without glasses? Yeah, right? anytime I change my Miss Misery dress, I have to hear about it. Why aren't you wearing the same really? dress you wear on the show? Oh my god. Yeah. How often do you have to clean the dress? <laughs> it's like, please leave me alone. No. <laughs> they my fans are great. It's just some are kind of like, you know, you have to look exactly like it's like, whoa. Yeah. It's great. Wait, it's so fun. Have you been wearing the same dress for since 2000, whatever? No, I had these cool dresses when I started out. You know what it is? I never knew exactly, and I never, I still don't know exactly how I want Miss Misery to look. So I'm always changing my dresses and changing things <laughs> up a bit. Cause I, I don't know. You know, I don't want to be like, like I love Elvira, but the same dress every right. time. I want to switch it up. You know what I mean? So I do. I switch yeah. it up. So I, oh. you know. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a great appeal of you though because I think you're right. I think a lot of horror hosts. The only other horror host that I know that kind of switches it up is Joe Bob, where he's always wearing these unique shirts. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think uh, it's kind of like like that, right? But I I think it's cool, man. I I think it's interesting though that he, that horror fans do get so passionate about these things because it's like, you know, ultimately you're still human. Yeah. <laughs> like you know. <laughs> um, Mike, do you have something? To yeah, say? I was going to ask about so other horror hosts. <laughs> Oh yeah. What were you? Did you ever get to interview like the, a Bay Area legendary host? It was uh, John Stanley. Oh jo- yeah, I've inter- right. so I've interviewed John Stanley. Oh god, so many times because every time he sees me with a camera, he's like, "Raina, come interview me again." <laughs> <laughs> keep keep me relevant, please. Okay. Keep, me, keep me relevant. Yes. I think, I think I really think I've interviewed him like 20, 30 times. I don't even remember. I lost track. I lost track, but he actually wrote the foreword to my new book that just came out um, that I, I self-published on Amazon. It's my behind the scenes movie massacre book. And he wrote the foreword for it. I think there's a few pictures of you in this, Mike. Oh, yeah, I think so. (laughs) 
Like what in the background of a convention hall or something? <laughs> I think it. No, I have to look. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So John, it, I'm trying. I'm trying to find if there. It's uh, It's Mike taking the trash out. It's. <laughs> <laughs> now he's gonna know that I was at his place. Uh, <laughs> it's me sneaking underneath the table at a comic con. Taking a taking a nap. Taking yeah, I know you have. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> There's. I do. I do thank you in the book. You're oh, thank you. Over here. So I do thank you. I know there's a photo of you somewhere in here, though. Um, yeah, so I, I just recently published this one because I thought, why not? I mean, I have so much history to say. I have so many photos of me at the conventions, you know, and, um, on set. And I was just like, I got to do it. So I've got this book. It's like 180 pages (laughs) that I put together. It's crazy. It's, it's big. It's got. Most of the people I interviewed for The Last Doorway, but with 86 episodes under my belt for The Last Doorway, it was hard for me to put everybody in, you know, so. So so how does that, so do you have like the whole interview or do you have like pieces of the interview or what's the, what's the, I mean, it's really cool that you have all of this collected in a book because it's a huge part of your life. Yeah. So just a lot of photos. and a lot of me talking about how I got started from the last doorway to now it's got like my film festival information in there with photos it's got all kinds of stuff can you see so she's holding the book up right now showing us Uh, I'm trying to show my oh Oh, yeah I see that's me and uh, age Scott still wearing red oh what does that all mean (laughs) oh man yeah there's a couple there but yeah, I, I did that one. That book's out. And John Stanley wrote the forward for it, of course. I had to have John in there. But I think with horror hosts, I've only interviewed the barrier ones, like Lord Blood Raw, Mr. Lovo, John Stanley. Um, I never got to interview Bob Wilkins, but of course I knew and met Bob several yeah. times. So That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, and so people can find that book on Amazon. Yes, you can go to Amazon right now look up miss misery's movie massacre behind the scenes or just type in my name and you'll be able to find it that's really cool because that's like you have this period you know you you'll hopefully you'll get older and you know your kids will get older and all these things will happen and you'll have this period of your life kind of like locked in where you can look at it and reflect crazy huh you know your kids can look at it and so on and that's really cool i'm pretty positive i'll probably do a second volume because there's just so much more and there's you know what i mean and i could start it off with um me sign the the picture of me signing your forehead (laughs) remember yeah yeah i love yeah i I love that that let's do it i love it i love it right well well, was that the first forehead you signed or no no uh i've i've signed i've signed a chest before yeah. very hairy chest it was hard to do it but i did it um let's see i signed the forehead i'm trying to think i've signed an arm and i think that's it yeah <laughs> that's about it okay yeah all right chest, an arm and a forehead <laughs> yeah so next time next time you're gonna sign mike's beard 
<laughs> I would never, I would never put you through that. Glow in the dark that. marker. Yes. The thing oh, is well, she maybe... wants to go through that. So don't even say okay. like, <laughs> okay, well, if it's glow in the dark, then I'll consider it. Yeah, oh, that could man. be fun. <laughs> uh, Raina, I wanted to also talk about you. Uh, you were kind of talking about you're you're filming something right now. Can we talk about what you're filming? I am. Yes, let's talk about that. <laughs> so, so excited to learn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm filming a lot of stuff right now. I'm I'm filming right. the movie Massacre Halloween special so awesome. this year, which is going to be so cool. Can we learn anything about it? Is there any exclusive you can give us? I'm hosting Alice Sweet Alice. Oh, fuck yeah. Right? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, do you love that? I love that movie. Uh, I'm filming that. Oh, my God. Such a fucking good movie. <laughs> I know. What's that? I, know. The, I can never. The young, girl's movie, the, the young girl's name. She's a famous actress. What's her name? Uh, oh, my God. Brooke yes. Shields thank you. Yeah. That's what. Yes. Role, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Good fucking choice. Hell yeah. Right? I haven't seen that in so long. Yeah. Uh, holy fuck. That was Dario Argento, correct? <laughs> no. That was. No, no, no. no. Lucio Fulci? Stole. No. Who? Soul. 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 Trying to think of his soul. Soul. Yes. First yeah, name. Uh, uh, Trying to think of his first name. Yes. I know who you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> but, okay. You're like, you're a uh, horror host. You don't remember the title. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, hey, you know what? You can't always name. be. You can't always be 100, man. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, what made you pick that movie? If we can talk oh, about I that. Oh, I love that movie. I grew up on that movie. It's freaking awesome. Alice Sweet Alice. I mean. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but that's kind of a, I feel like that's kind of a, a deep cut, a deep cut though, right? Because I feel like a lot of people don't really talk about that movie. I don't even know what you guys are talking about right now. Really? <laughs> like honestly, if there's ever a movie I would remake, I would remake Alice Sweet Alice. I don't know why, but wow. I I really would. <laughs> um, Alice Sweet Alice, Mike, you have to watch it. You know what? Is it on Amazon Prime? It's uh, on it YouTube. It is on. It's on YouTube. I can tell but you, Mike. How, but how about this? How about this? How about after I host it, film it, edit, get it done and packaged, I send you guys a copy. Yes, yeah. let's do that. Yeah. And then yeah. me and Mike will watch it together. And then I'll watch scared. it that way. Yeah. I want pictures of you guys with your popcorn now. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll, got, we'll have Snuggies and everything. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yes. So just to correct really quickly, uh, the director of that was Alfred Soul. Alfred Soul. Yes. I don't know why I kept wanting to say PJ Soul, and I'm like, no, that's Halloween. That's different. It's an actress. See, so at first I thought you were saying Stole, and I was like, Mink no, Stole? Soul. What? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's definitely not who I think it made that movie. Okay. No. Uh, well, awesome. So what is the expectancy on that coming out on Halloween? Or Yeah. yeah. I have to wait okay. till Halloween. Then, <laughs> yes. This yeah. Halloween. Not next Halloween. This Halloween. This, yeah. This right? Halloween. <laughs> This Halloween. Next month. You said that with so much energy. Yes. <laughs> this Halloween. Yes. <laughs> uh, I love it. I so love I'm it. I'm filming uh, that. I'm filming more episodes of season eight. I'm actually Gary. I just shot and finished a short film called Candy Monster that's going to be showing at the BCM Film Fest next month in Berkeley. Hmm. Um, Candy Monster starring my my four year old son Logan. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So did that and I'm getting ready in pre-production now for a Scream in the Night 2 commercial. And then I'm doing um, a Grindhouse trailer called Bloody Bones that I wrote. 
that I want to turn into a feature. Maybe I'll even kill you on screen. Oh, <laughs> Mike or me? Definitely Mike, yeah. not me. Whatever, no. Bo. Kill him. Kill, kill him. But you get away. <laughs> Do you, I get away. That would actually be pretty funny. So the people who like are fans of ours will be like, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> I'll scream and run and push him down so that I can get away. Yes, yes. I I, I believe that actually. That seems like it would happen in real life. I believe, yeah, because it would be funny if the killer like was in front of you guys and Mike, you're like, "Kill him, not me," and then you run and he just kills him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, right. yeah. I would, I I would too, film yeah. that and watch that. <laughs> That's what we gotta start doing, Mike. We should start star starring in horror films. Let's do that. We just die by like the the silliest ways. <laughs> I mean, I think we've got our first opportunity right here. So let's, let's do, do it. it. I would love that. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, so uh, I have to ask, you know, as we are talking about horror and Halloween and whatnot, what is something that you're very excited to watch coming out? Now, I know last time we talked, you were very excited to watch, I believe, uh, Black Phone, I think it was called. Uh, oh, right? yeah. I love. Yeah. Did you happen to watch that? Oh, yeah. I, I Okay. See, I get, I'm really busy all the time, as you can, as you can tell. And yeah. it's hard for me to make it out to the theaters or you know even you know watch anything i can watch you know i i i play catch up a lot when it comes to reading books or watching movies so i black phone came out i bought it and i watched it that night oh my awesome. god i fell so in love with it well i i already knew black phone because i have a book by joe hill i have the book so right. you know but oh my god it's so good it's so I've seen it like multiple times already. I really, really enjoy really? it. Really? Oh, yes. I, ha I haven't seen it yet, but I heard Ethan Hawke is incredible in it. Oh, he's amazing. It's Ethan Hawke. Shit. So, he's yeah. good. Doesn't doesn't Mike kind of look like Ethan Hawke? Uh, <laughs> a little bit. A little tiny bit. <laughs> From this Honestly, angle. But Ethan Hawke is a great, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Good pull, good pull. I like it. Ethan Hawke's a great actor and should never be compared to the likes of me. <laughs> never, never. So if Ethan Hawke ever comes on this show, he's going to be offended. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. No. I'm sure his fans are offended right now. No. I'm sure. Yes, they're going to be like, we're we're not going to listen anymore. No, yeah. Uncle <laughs> uh, Dad. Uncle Dad's a little trickster. I know. Um, so. Uh, what are, but what are you excited for? Actually, well, let me ask you this. Uh, being a horror fan as you are, just like myself, and Mike, I know you know this movie. The, the, the news that everybody keeps talking about is the upcoming Hellraiser. Yes. Um, so what are, before I get your thoughts, Miss Misery, yes. uh, I want to get Mike's. Okay. Mike, have you seen what the new Hellraiser um, pinhead looks like? No, but I saw the woman. Who's the woman? I don't know her name. Pinhead person? Yeah, she's a woman pinhead. So you saw that? Yeah, the actress playing her. Pinhead's a woman? Yes. Oh, then I saw the photo. I didn't even know. Okay, okay I thought that was like, okay, that's Pinhead. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, yes. Did you, now, what was your thoughts on that movie originally when you saw it, Mike? It was crazy. I mean, I saw it Terrifying. You know, a long time ago. A long time ago. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was when I first saw it, I was young and younger, and it was fucking terrifying. I yeah. think it's still fucking terrifying. <laughs> really? 
Oh, dude, I get that's I I love horror, and there's very few horror movies that fuck me up. But when I watch Hellraiser, it terrifies me. Like it really hits my fucking soul. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. It, it's because of the 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 Cenobites, right? Cenobites. Uh, they the way they look, yeah. the way that they're designed. They just they're they're everything that my nightmares are 110. Wow. percent And it is just terrifying to me. Um, very few movies do that to me, mm-hmm. and uh, that movie, like the movie, fucks me up. I'm so excited to watch wow. the new one, but it's uh, it, it it's a hard fuck me up, man. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to be? So are they doing a complete reboot, or is it is it like a, a continuation, or, or what? It's a reboot. Does anyone know? I believe it's, it's a, a reboot. reboot. Yeah. 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 Mm. Even the even the puzzle looks a little different. I it, think. I think from what so. I saw. Yeah, because I saw the yeah. trailer too. I was like, that looks different. <laughs> it was like a long. It was like elongated, right? Because I haven't seen Hellraiser in so long too. I'm gonna have to go back watch it before I see the new one. I, yeah. I you know, you have okay. to because it's like, oh yeah, I had to do that. Um, Candyman. I was like, I gotta watch the original first before I watch this newer oh, so newer too. one. I finally got to see Candyman. So good. A lot of people so were all like, the last yeah. convention I went to, I think it was Sinister, people were all like, oh, I didn't like it. It was all right. I'm like, really? I watched it. I'm like, oh, this is great. What are you talking about? I thought it was I really think people good. don't like, I think people don't like, and Mike, I'm sure you agree with this. There's some people out there who just don't like the political agenda of things sometimes. And there is a political agenda, right? That's I mean, true. It, is, it is obviously, there is obviously a very public message of, you know, I guess I don't. I don't want to really get into it too much, but you know, yeah. like the idea of cop brutality or whatever, police brutality, yeah, and more. Um, Mike, do you think that's that in horror movies now? Do you think right now is the best time to make messages like that? Um, I think right now it's such a topic in our culture that um, a lot of a lot of movie production companies or whatever feel kind of like they need to put something in there. Um, so that it's, it is a different point of view rather than just the same, same one. I mean, that's what I think. I think that's why it's, why it is what it is. I, you know, um, cause it's like, we, we don't want to just see it from the same point of view we saw 30 years ago because that's right. maybe that was relevant then, but this is what's relevant now. Yeah. And so we're so divided on either side of the spectrum now that, that if you're on one side of it, you're like, this shouldn't be in the movie, but if you're on the other side, you're like, well, thank God that it's being portrayed in the movie because it's happening in real life. So exactly, that's my take. Exactly, uh, man, Mike, that was so well said. I, I know that oh. was really well said. Oh. <laughs> Everything he said. Listen to that. Everyone, <laughs> rewind that and listen to it again. Yes, please, please. Uh, so we do got to kind of wrap up here, but as we wrap up, I have to ask you, um, what uh, do you have any events coming up that people can see you at? No. So no. <laughs> I don't no. have any events coming up. I'm so sorry. Wow. Not till Way to drop the ball on a question. Well, I just, I, I mean, she's at everything. So I, I thought, know, <laughs> I know. Damn. There's so many people who are like, can't wait to see you at Halloween Sinister Creature Con. And I'm like, I won't be there. I'm going to be at Disneyland. I'm sorry. Oh, better. So much better. I'm going to be at Disneyland. <laughs> I need a vacation. <laughs> And those yeah. and those are just as important, you know. Yes. Get, getting your vacation uh, and and focusing on your health that's very important. Yes, so for okay, sure. well Definitely. that's fine. 
nothing well, coming where can up. our audience <laughs> sorry okay where can they where can they connect with you uh you can go to laststoryproductions.com and you can find everything there my books my movies comics everything's up there plus links to my facebook and instagram and twitter account so everything's there everything 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 <laughs> yes and, um, and i have i have i have the plot for your video game oh yeah it's let's you, hear it let's hear it's you at a convention mm-hmm. behind the table so it's like a, you're at, like an aerial view you're looking down so it's you moving back and forth behind a convention from dodging annoying attendees that are, are coming up to you like um 16 year old uncle uncle dad so so asking you ridiculous questions like where are your glasses and why aren't you wearing the same dress (laughs) what do you think (laughs) call it it convention simulator yeah (laughs) oh my god mike why why are you gonna (laughs) we'll think of a better name than convention simulator but sure that's the that's the plot and then we'll uh we'll work on it from there perfect well we're gonna workshop it we're gonna next time we next time we see you we'll have a whole we'll have a whole outline and i have a presentation for you we'll sell it to you awesome (laughs) okay i I have one one last question to ask go go ahead sir go ahead what's your favorite horror comic book of all time because we we used to do this thing where we'd ask people like what's your comic book that you'd recommend or love but like what's your favorite horror comic you have if you have one or what comes to mind but good I know question like the one is always tough like well this is the the one but like what comes to mind when i say that to you well there's there's two that come to mind that i grew up reading Ooh. and that was um i read a lot of the tales from the crypt nice three nice issues and then um i don't know if you'd count it as horror or not but i was very obsessed over ghost rider so I have like every single Ghost Rider comic book. Ooh. I don't know if you count that as horror. If you want to, I know some people are very. That's comic Marvel, blah blah blah. That's different. Uh, you know, would, some I people would, are I very. Would say, I would say you would count him as horror in the same aspect that you would count Blade as horror. Does that make sense? Yeah, like that's because they, 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 that's yeah, I, they're yeah. horror affiliated for sure. So I would have to go with those yeah. two. Yeah, I mean, he's a flaming skull riding a motorcycle. Right. I mean, he's a, oh yeah. It's scary. So I, I would say those two have got to be hands down. Bes- now, besides zombie to, chicks. I, what, what? Of course. I mean, I was oh, waiting for that. Stop it. Stop I it. <laughs> I'm sitting here tapping oh, my phone. Of course. Stop. You're going to start buttering him up? Oh, Actually, God. <laughs> a picture of my husband and I as zombies, and I have it framed up in my bedroom on the wall. Oh, It's still there. That's, that's right. Yeah, that's so sweet. Yeah, I so there's a piece there. of me in your bedroom. There's a piece of me in your bedroom with you and your husband. <laughs> yes. What's up, John? How you doing? No I'll see you at the next show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, you know what? Honestly, I was going to say more, but I think at that point, that's, that's how we're going to end it. <laughs> um, uh, Raina, thank you so much for being on the show fully. It's it's, it's been a, such a blast and pleasure. And uh, again, I, I love doing this because I get to see all these people that I met as chi- as a child, and now you guys are all doing great things. So, thank you so much thank for just you being for on. having me. I can't wait to do it again. Yes, yes, we're gonna we're gonna get you every time now. Every time I see you at a con, I'm gonna say, "Come here." <laughs> awesome, <laughs> uh, Mike. Any last words? 
what will you be doing for Halloween this year? She said. What? Say it again. I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> oh, that's on Halloween. Yeah. I think I'll be oh. back by Halloween. Well, I have a four. Hey, I have a kid. Way to drop a ball on a question, I get to Mike. Trick or treating again. <laughs> what do I wear? Nothing. What do you wear? I'm that's normal. what I meant to say. What do you wear for Halloween? I'm the. Sm- I have to dress up all year round. So when it's Halloween, I actually don't dress up. I'm just me. <laughs> Isn't that? Isn't that crazy? It's like my day off. That's it's my that's day the off. ultimate costume. <laughs> and I <laughs> end easy. every Halloween night with John Carpenter's Halloween. I watch it alone in the dark. I relax. Mm. That's how I end my Halloween every time. No joke. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask this question before we leave. Then, <laughs> me and Mike have a ha- me and Mike have a big Halloween costume party coming up, October 21st at Clandestine Brewing. Um, I didn't and know about it. Let me ask you. I'm, oh yeah, I have, we haven't really announced it officially. Oh, okay. so a little exclusive here. I'm like, hello. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Wait, we have what? We have a Halloween party. <laughs> oh. He's like, we do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, let me ask you, what 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 costume should Mike come like? What what should should be his costume? What should be his costume? Yes. What would you say Mike should dress up as? Oh, he should dress up as Pinhead. <laughs> Huh. That would be fun. I was going to dress up as Ethan Hawke, but no. Pinhead, oh, sure. The black oh, with what the a... Mask. Yeah. yeah. You'd have hell of chicken has... on you. Or, oh, I'll, wear yeah, Mike, Hawk, no, I'll wear an Ethan Hawke mask. Yeah, oh. the mask from the movie he wears. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> she loves it, so now you got to do it. I love it. <laughs> look it up. <laughs> look it up. Well, thank you again, uh, Reina. Take care, and uh, we will see you at the next con. And yes. uh, yeah, I'll, t- I'll send you more details about this Halloween party because we're still trying to figure it out. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But uh, all right, take care. Okay. All right. Bye.